Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. We'll get to Zach Wilson, Barton. I want them to stay on the bus. If you're on the bus, get on the bus. If you're off the bus, don't be jumping don't on be, and off. I don't, I don't believe in that. Good morning, everybody. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn and Bart Scott with you this morning. A little Barton Hahn. And uh, it, you, I don't believe in that. I, I, you, fan bases do this all the time. When, when they've been bad for a number of years and then they have something, some promise, something to show, mm-hmm. it's always like, oh, you hated us then, don't like us now. Why would you ever want that? Oh, don't, don't come on the bandwagon now. Why? No, I'm not why, st- would you, why would you tell people, you're not allowed to like my team now? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, like, you can't all of a sudden, like, sometimes it's a line, like, where it's, like, it's, it's smudge. It's, a, it's an area of gray. Where, 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 where people kind of, like, you know, bad to pick, like, oh, this guy isn't going to be good. Then all of a sudden they, like, no, 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 no. You remember, you didn't like him. Stay on that side. Right? Like, like Ben Roethlisberger looked amazing in his preseason game. You saw, like, the zip on it. Who, who been saying that for a long time? Me, that's who, right? So don't come over here. Don't come over here. Tanner who do I bomb. trust? Yeah, me. Who do I that's trust? Who, right? Me. So, so don't come back over here like, oh, man, Ben looks awesome. Like, hold up, bro. Let's not, we're not just going to forget that you've been killing Ben for four months just because he has – and then he has one good game and he reminds you who he is. You see the ball zipping out of his hand. Like, you can't come back and, and act like you had the same take that I had when I had it first. Like, anybody, anybody can judge what they see when they see it. The experts are supposed to be able to to what, what, not prognosticate. What is it? I don't know. Predict. I don't know. They call me Barstow. Prognosticate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I got an associate's degree. I need you Did to you help me through those words. Prognosticate. Yeah, close enough. No, no, it's not even a little bit close. Eight eight seven ESPN eight eight seven two three seven seven six is the number. Be part of the conversation at Key J N Z as well. Um, a story that look, it's unavoidable. You know, a lot of people want to do the whole stick to sports thing, but here's something that is part of the sports world, especially with the NFL, and that is the vaccine and yeah. players who are and aren't uh, players who have taken it, players who just haven't. And it, again, it's a personal choice. But in the NFL, that personal choice is going to affect what privileges you have when it comes to like what Cam's going through right now, which, which you have to go through certain protocols that are different from those who are vaccinated. So we heard, um, I guess it was about two weeks ago, uh, where John Mara, the Giants owner, talked about how he wished that they could be 100% vaccinated, that that's something that they were trying to get to. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones, another, uh, again, well-established owner in the NFL, probably one of the biggest voices among ownership in the NFL. He, he talked about it as well, uh, his weekly interview on 105.9 the, the Fan in Dallas, Talked about Dal- talked about the Cowboys and wanting them to be the example in the NFL, wanting to get to 100%, trying to get to that point. And the way he speaks about it shows you just how determined he is. But when you hear it, understand that the audio quality and Jerry's voice, it does sound like this is like FDR and we're listening to a fireside <laughs> chat. Take a listen. Everyone has a right to make their own decisions regarding their health and their body. Uh, I believe in that completely until your decision as to yourself impacts negatively many others. Then the common good takes over. And I'm arm-waving here, but uh, that has everything to do with the way I look at our team, the Cowboys, or the way I look at our society. We have got to check eye at the door and go forward with we. Uh, You Dallas Cowboys are doing that. 105.3, 105.3, the fan in, in Dallas, is Jerry Jones talking about it. You know, Bart, it, it is certainly still a choice, but it is one where a lot of the owners are trying to just get to a point where, look, let's, you, 
the idea is to do it for the team, yeah, I you, think. Is that what you're, you're reading from what he's saying there? Well, you heard Michael Irvin's um, months before about if you're not getting it, you're selfish and stuff like that. Well, listen, it is a personal choice, and I believe, in a, in a person's right to choose. But also, I mean, yeah, I don't know if Texas is one of those states that are lagging behind as far as overall vaccinations. But I would like to see the Dallas Cowboys, if they believe this strongly, to use their influences in the um, community to try and get people vaccinated, maybe, you know, make, you know, the the Dallas Cowboys stadium a hub where people can come and get vaccinations where they can try and promote it. But, you know, I think it's, it's, it is coming from a selfish place, but, you know, that's what society is all about, right? That's the whole, you know, wealth of nations, Adam Smith, the bridge between, you know, the, no, never mind. I'm, I'm an econ guy. Don't, don't let me get deep. Where, where were the, you go? Where are you going there? Yeah. Well, 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 just how economics used to be a science and it became proven once, you know, a philosophy once it was proven and all that stuff. Like, you know, I think that, you know, Jerry Jones, you know, is trying to, you know, do something that's selfish, but it can help, you know, society as a whole. Right. So you think if they all get vaccinated, then what happens is if you have a situation like Cam, you're back at an earlier time. Could you imagine a player testing positive and can't get back for 14 days because he isn't well, it's going to happen and it's going to happen during a playoff. It's going to happen it's in, gonna in a Italy. pivotal time. And, it's gonna be, yeah. and I think that's what we're, what the NFL is, is kind of quietly trying to suggest is that, OK, it is your choice. But understand yeah. that if something happens, we're going to move on without you. Right. Like and you'll have to wait until you can come back into this you know, this environment. Like, that's the reality of it. And it can feel like pressure I mean, on players to, you know, who might feel like I have to get this or A, I'll get cut. B, I won't play. Well, I'll miss out on time. Somebody else can take my job. I don't want to get Wally yeah. pipped because of this decision. Like, it is, right. it is definitely something, again, this is not about, like, I know Jerry makes the, the society example, but this isn't really about what your choice is in the world. So nobody's saying in the world that's your choice. It's just in the NFL, the it's a different world. world. Because we've got a league that we've got a we've got a business to run. We've yeah. got a league that has to continue on, and it's going to move on without you if right. you can't be available and to you, us. And you don't have the luxury of time. Just imagine what happened, you know, if you know Chris Paul and they lose those they lose those first two games in which he had to miss yeah. to the Clippers, yeah. and like the better team doesn't win simply because one of their best players wasn't available. How, how bad would you feel if you have to watch a playoff game from home, knowing that this was your year, maybe to win the Super Bowl, and the opponent that you're facing is inferior, but not only you but maybe a couple of other players have to sit out because of the protocol and also like being responsible for maybe you know you know you know contact tracing and other guys missing the game because they were close to you not only that they tested positive you know i mean it's going to happen right and you know what if it happens to a team that we know is better than the team they lose to that's the other part yeah i mean that's what you see is, is how it'll affect you as the year goes on injuries affect the team right this wouldn't be an injury but it would feel the same if you've had to if you have to miss time now you know, Cole Beasley's one of those players that's been outspoken about the fact that he doesn't want to have the vaccine, and, and that's just his, and he also how he does feel like there's pressure on players who of don't want to do pressure. it. So Jerry was asked about Cole Beasley, what he would say to a player like that, Former and this employee. is from the Dallas Morning News. He said, I don't really say anything here. To me, this is a team game. We rely on each other to play. We rely on each other to win. We have to have each other. There's 11 guys out there at any time uh, to be trite about it, and you don't and you have to count on the other guy being, and here's the word, available. And you certainly don't want to be doing anything that causes your teammates to not be available. All that comes to the same conclusion as far as what you agreed to be, as far as a player, part of a team. That there is pressure. Yeah, that's, that's tremendous pressure. But it's, it's, it's so nuanced, though, because you're asking somebody to put something in their body that they may not have believed in. And it's tough, right? Like, 
It's like when like your kids and you have they have to get a flu shot. Like you don't know what's in that flu shot, but you know you know. Never mind that part. Is it a? It, you're you're getting the owner, put, putting that stuff out there. You're hearing other coaches that do talk about it at times, especially in the college level. Teammates, do you think this could become something in a locker room? Listen, if I miss a game check because you weren't vaccinated and you you were out being reckless and you created a spread and then like the game is canceled and I don't get paid my money, especially if you're a guy like Dak Prescott, Mahomes. Well, or or you just Josh lose Allen. a game because you didn't play and it costs us the game. Like yeah. couldn't that couldn't that create some kind of animosity in a locker room? Can you see it? You've been in locker rooms, you played ten years in the league. I mean yeah. you're telling me that that there's this wouldn't be something that at, at a certain point could be of course, point of contention. Yeah, you can come. You can come fisticuffs. Like especially, like if, listen, if I miss out on a million dollar check or two million dollar check, and 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 I can't get that money because you weren't vaccinated, you did something reckless or something, right? It's going. It's going to happen somewhere to somebody, right? And it's going. It's going to affect the team. It's going to affect the outcome, and it's going to create tension, right? It's going to create a, a unsettling place. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins has been vocal about it. He's one of your best players. If he's in a protocol, he can't play, and it's a game that may put us in the playoffs for the division or something that's going to set us up for opportunity to do something that you know special, like get into the playoffs, win a division, get a bye. Listen, playoff checks count too. What about flip it? What about the other way where I'm unvaccinated, but I have to go through all these different protocols and different things that the rest of my teammates don't have to go through? Yeah. So I I have to do all this stuff, and they don't have to do that. That that doesn't also become on the other side of it, like some, you know, again. Listen, two a things. Point of contention. Yeah, two things you don't talk about it like really in there is like you know, politics and religion. It's something that you don't talk in the locker about room? in a locker room, right? And, and like this is going to turn to a political type of argument battle, right? Especially if guys are you know close to somebody and something like that inside the locker room. You sit next to me. I'm vaccinated. You not vaccinated. You man, you set mess around a cough. You might get punched in the face. You know what I'm saying? Like, I or, or, you know, like you get in a locker room and I'm sure they have different protocols. If you're not vaccinated, you probably yeah. have to have a mask on or something like that. You have to and do you, something you, that you're looking around like, yeah. I got to do this. You don't. But, but then guys get reckless. Like, you know, you heard like what happened with Dennis Smith, um, what Dennis, um, Donovan Mitchell and um, no, French Fry. What's R- French? Rudy Gobert. Yeah, Rudy Gobert, right? Yeah. So just imagine like a guy's being reckless in the, in the locker room because you're supposed to have your mask on, but you feel like, oh, man, I'm good. You take your mask off in there. Like, it can be a fight between that, too. Like, yo, bro, you ain't vaccinated. Put your mask on, man. You don't tell me what to do. And, that, and that's, that's how stuff starts. Mm, something to keep an eye on, but you heard Jerry Jones. He made it pretty clear. You want to be part of a team, you should follow – what everybody on the team yeah. is doing for again. You better be a starter if you ain't vaccinated. You're a backup. You, that could be the determining factor in you being on the team and not being on the team. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, Keyshawn J. Will Zubin coming to you live from the Seaport District, Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. So, former MVP being told maybe this is a year that the league starts to figure you out. We've got to figure out whether or not that makes sense at all. And we'll do that after I tell you about DoorDash. DoorDash here with Summer of Dash Pass. Right now, Dash Pass members are taking $10 off groceries, alcohol, pet food, and more. Need a nightcap? $10 off. Got a cough? Get relief delivered for less. Want to surprise your crush? Send a gift and save. Try Dash Pass for free and get special savings, exclusive menu items, and $0 delivery fees year-round. Get more from your neighborhood now with Dash Pass in the DoorDash app. Stay cool out there. Terms and conditions apply. The beginning of the season. Oh, man, I want to be in that moment. This is one of them things we say, man, I wish I had that right now. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. 
This is Marty Smith, and I'm ready. This is Keyshawn Johnson. The Dallas Cowboys are ready. This is Matthew Berry. The Syracuse Orange are ready. Zellin Hahn, I'm ready. Football is back, and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin and continues all day right here on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Oh, this is easy. You get sign Lamar Jackson, ASAP, league MVP. He's dynamic. He's only going to get better. Lamar Jackson is rare. When he's just, like, just plays a really good game, we're like, oh, Lamar Jackson was okay. Because the bar is so ridiculously high. You know, I love Baltimore. I love the whole organization. Love everybody in the building. But hopefully we'll be making something happen pretty soon or whenever. Now, here's a, all the quarterback conversations that we have had basically since, I don't know, the draft. I mean, we've been talking quarterbacks, whether it starts with Aaron Rodgers and is carried through, really starts with Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl. Then Aaron Rodgers wasn't happy. We go through the draft where five quarterbacks taken in the first round. Then we've got that argument of which should, of the young quarterbacks should start. We have New Orleans in that battle. Who's going to be the starter there? Looks like Jameis Winston's yeah, going to win that. You've got Cam Newton, obviously, uh, in New England. And there's a guy, there's a quarterback that we have not talked about that I feel like we've, we've undersold this story, yeah. a former MVP. And no, not Patrick Mahomes, but Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. I know you're very close, obviously, you being a former Raven, uh, to that organization. And it's, you know, what is Lamar Jackson going to be this year for the Ravens? And Jeremy Fowler had a real interesting take on Get Up last week. I believe it was Friday. Uh, of course, Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL reporter. And he talked about Lamar Jackson and the pressure on him. Remember, Josh Allen already got paid in that draft class. Baker Mayfield expecting as well. And Lamar Jackson is another guy up to get paid big time. So listen to what Jeremy Fowler says about Lamar Jackson and the pressure on him this season. Take a listen. There are a lot of people around the league that I speak to that are talking a little slick. They say this might be the year that everybody figures out Lamar Jackson. Like there's mm. sort of that feeling right now. He can definitely prove that wrong, but I think there's a little bit of pressure on him right now. He doesn't have a deal either. Wait a minute. Did he just say this is the year that the whispers are, this is the year 
the league figures out Lamar Jackson, Bart. So, of course, what do we do when a hot take like that is put out there in the world? We go to Lamar Jackson and we ask him, did you hear what Jeremy Fowler said? And what do you think of it? I'm going to keep playing football. We're going to see. But I doubt it, dude. I doubt it. I strongly doubt it. We're going to play ball. I doubt it, dude. I doubt it. Well, I wouldn't expect him to say, yeah, yeah, I think this is the year they're going to figure yeah, me man, out. Yeah, man, they, they got me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they got me. But, Bart, what do you expect out of Lamar Jackson this year? I expect Lamar Jackson to evolve, right? And um, I think he's going to evolve because the team has surrounded him with the talent for him to evolve, right? They talk about him struggling throwing the ball outside. Well, the, you know, the, the, he was trying to throw, you know, thread the needle, throwing to a small target like Hollywood, Hollywood Brown, who mm-hmm. really couldn't get open. What did they do? They went out and they got a former number one overall, I mean, not t- former first-round draft pick, top ten pick in Sammy Watkins. They spent their own first-round draft pick on Rashad Bateman, who has looked tremendous, which allows – a guy like Hollywood Brown to be able to work in it. Yeah, Yeah. but he'll be back. He has growing growing Mm -hmm. surgery. But, you know, it allows Hollywood Brown to play in the slot. They still have Andrews. So now he has a Good tight end, underrated tight end. Right, he's he's top five tight end in the league, right? You talk about the numbers, Pro Bowl, or all that stuff. And they surround him finally with the talent for him to be able to to really show his arm outside. Remember, this is a kid that's been doubted every step of the way. I mean, he's the most scrutinized um, Heisman Trophy winner probably since Johnny Manziel. Right. And you talk about like him coming in and people not having belief in him. There's a reason that he, he, he slipped because people didn't think that he could throw the football accurately from the pocket. Well, I his whole his whole final year of college was trying to prove that he could be a pocket from the pocket. Exactly. But what he does as well, like he still has a strong arm. He still has an accurate arm. But what he does with the, what he's able to do with his legs is, is, is phenomenal. Right. And I, I haven't seen a quarterback do this since Michael Vick. You know, just on purpose, just being That's able how he to won MVP. Right. And so his productivity is through the roof. And I think you only talk about figuring him out. I think this J.K. Dobbins kid is going to be a problem as well. I think he's a sleepy, like, breakout player candidate for me. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that he's going to have another year, they get Ronnie Stanley back. Yeah, they lose Orlando Brown Jr., but they've upgraded. Venezuela is not a big, you know, drop off from what Orlando Brown Jr. did. And so I think they're going to be able to be a tremendous team. Uh, they're going to have a great season, I believe. And I think Lamar Jackson is going to prove the doubters wrong like he always does. It is, it is amazing to think, again, a guy that won MVP. It's MVP. Like the league's going to figure him out. You know, is he, is he the – where would you power rank him in the division as far as, like, out of quarterbacks? Because there's – you know, you have good quarterbacks. Well, now, he, Joe Burrow's young, obviously, in that division. I think but, he's number and one. And Big Ben's the old guy. So, yeah. where, do, where does Lamar fit? I think Lamar's number one. He's but the best. I, but I do think that Joe Burrow – like when they get him a great team around him, if they can surround him with the same type of team they surround him against Carson Palmer, I think he becomes the more effective quarterback because there's always a concern that Lamar Jackson is going to end up like Robert Griffin III. Remember RG3, no. pro bowler his first year, yeah. and he got injured, that, that gruesome injury when he was out there running. You worry about, you know, he puts himself at harm's way so much that all it takes is one hit that he doesn't see, and how does that alter his gait and alter his game when you're able to take away that element? And teams yeah. are trying to they, – they've tried everything. They've slowed Lamar Jackson down. They have yet to stop him, and I think, you know, he's going to evolve right when they think they have him figured out. Well, Bart made the reference. Let's bring him right in. Robert Griffin III joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Uh, again, Heisman winner, all the same type of accolades. NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year in 2012, Pro Bowler, certainly – RG3, we appreciate you joining us right now. And, again, welcome to ESPN. Welcome to the family. You heard what Bart said, and 
you know, I don't know if you, you got to hear some of that back and forth where Jeremy Fowler said last week that, he, that the whispers are that the league is going to figure out Lamar Jackson. Lamar said, I don't think so. And, I, I, of course, you played with him for three seasons. You know what he's about, and you certainly understand that style of play. Is the league going to figure him out, or do you see him having a big season this year? I definitely see Lamar having a big season this year. I think uh, Jeremy Fowler is just speaking on behalf of all of the NFL uh, defensive coordinators out there that are hoping and praying that they can figure out Lamar Jackson. You know, the beautiful thing about Lamar and the way he plays is uh, sometimes he doesn't even know what he's going to do. He plays strictly off instinct. So uh, just as teams, as Bart was saying, as teams think they're figuring him out, they're not. You know, they're not figuring what, out what he does because he's such an instinctual player. The bottom line is that uh, as Lamar continues to grow and develop, he's going to become even better. And there's one fact that you can't take away from him. As long as he stays healthy, he can do things that other guys just can't do, make guys miss, run fast down the field, cut on a dime. Uh, And I think that's what makes him truly special because then you have to deal with his throwing ability and his ability to push the ball down the field. So um, I think Lamar will be in good hands. And and like he said, he's just going to go play football. Everybody else has to try to figure him out. And at the same time, he's figuring out uh, the things that he can do on that football every single Sunday. Now, a lot of that may be coming from last year. Remember, Lamar expressed his frustration with Greg Roman's offense, saying, hey, man, they kind of know what we're doing. They had the, you guys had the bye week. I don't know why I'm saying they. You guys had the bye week, and you, and you kind of switched some things up. What does the additions of a guy like Sammy Watkins and a guy like Rashad Bateman on the outside do for Lamar Jackson in this package that should be able to continue to grow now that they've been together for a long time? Yeah, Bart, if you watch Lamar play, you know that he loves to throw the ball to Mark Andrews, right? Yeah. And a big contingent for him and the Ravens and and everyone that's watching is his ability to throw the ball outside the numbers. So how do you get that done? You bring in guys like Rashad Bateman. You bring in a guy like Sammy Watkins. And you know that these guys can win one-on-one matchups on the outside. They know how to get open. And that's going to give Lamar more confidence to stretch the field outside the numbers and not just stretch the field in between the numbers and the hashes. So I think that's great for them. Obviously, they got to get healthy. Uh, Right now, they're dealing with a ton of injuries. um, But maybe some of these injuries and and some of this rest that these guys are getting is going to help them in their regular season and their longevity there. But uh, I don't think that's a massive concern like one of our – our comrades thinks and Dan Orlovsky that the Ravens receivers are all injured, but I think that's something that they, they wanted to address in the off season. They did that. And now they get to go out and, and showcase that uh, on when the regular season comes about. You know, the great thing about, you know, what Lamar does is he dictates coverage, right? Because you have to have that eighth man in the box. You've seen teams try and put more skilled position players out there in the box, but that just opens everything up for JK Dobbins. You know, uh, I just want to ask you about a guy who hasn't lived up to the billing um, in that Ravens facility, and it's kind of Hollywood Browns. They brought him in here to be a true number one. The fact that they had to go out and get Sammy Watkins, the fact that they had to go out and, and draft Bateman now seemingly will push him into the slot. Do you think that's a better, more defined role for him where he can take advantage of his quickness and not being able to be pressed at the line of scrimmage dealing with his size? I would say by no stretch of the imagination do I think that Hollywood Brown will now be the predominant slot receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. I think bringing in Sammy Watkins and Rashad Bateman, two bigger outside receivers, is going to allow him to be moved inside to to maybe in those three receiver sets. Um, But the thing about Hollywood is when he's healthy, he plays extremely well. And in the big games, him and Lamar have such a connection uh, that they tend to play at an extremely high level. If you look at his numbers, 
uh, in the playoffs, they're kind of eye-popping. So I think the biggest thing for Hollywood is obviously staying healthy. Uh, he's a great receiver. Ha- haven't seen him over the past two years in practice every day and then seen him perform on the field. I think he just needed a little bit of that limelight taken away from him, uh, a little bit of that focus from the defense so that he can go out and, and excel in what he does well. Uh, there's things that he does well that maybe Rashad Bateman and, and Sammy Watkins don't and vice versa. And I think just having more weapons, and more depth at the receiver position is going to help Hollywood um, really put up the numbers that, that people have been expecting from him. The uh, voice you hear is one of the newest members of ESPN's NFL coverage is Robert Griffin III joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. So, so you know, you, you've been watching, obviously, uh, preseason. Give us your take. Of the five first-round picks that are quarterbacks, that are, all of them seem to either have a number one job, like in New York or Jacksonville, others vying for it or pushing for it, Who's the one quarterback that you've seen that you say that this guy's going to be special? Oh, man. Really, all of them have looked uh, extremely well. Zach Wilson and, and Trevor Lawrence are going to be, you know, we're assuming are going to be thrust into the starting positions, and they're going to, they're going to have their bumps and their bruises. But the guy that has impressed the most, uh, I feel like, is Justin Fields. He's a guy I covered during the draft, uh, been big and, and high on him and, and, and what he's able to do. And he's really putting the pressure on Andy Dalton and, and Matt Nagy to make a decision um, about who's going to be that starting quarterback. But Justin Fields is a guy that can not only throw the ball all over the place, but he can run it. And I say throw the ball first because you got to realize with a talent like Justin Fields and what he did in college, he is a throw first guy. But he runs 4-4 easy. He's a big, strong guy. And uh, he's really showing the Chicago Bears just what they have in store for the future. And he's exciting a lot of people. I think that's what's making the decision between him and Andy Dalton such a difficult one for Matt Nagy uh, because he's playing at such a high level. RG3, great stuff, man. I'll tell you what, RG3, they, he better get a safe word because if he don't see that guy come off the edge again in a couple of weeks, he's going to be going night-night. He's he going to be a short rookie season. Pineapple, something. Four! As a hey, Bart, if that was you, I don't think he would have got up. <laughs> Go to sleep, Craig. All right, we appreciate you, man. Thanks so much, and welcome to the family. I uh, appreciate you guys. Have a great rest of the show. All right. Robert Griffin III, again, the new, one of the new voices ESPN Maybe projecting a little bit because maybe Fields reminds him a lot of him. You know, like, a lot of great straight line speed and a strong arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, projection. You yeah. see a little bit of yourself in him as well. Yeah, and I love what he said, too, about how they're, they're probably offensive coordinators, I mean, defensive coordinators in the league that are hoping that they can figure out Lamar Jackson, but he certainly – doesn't believe it. Robert Griffin the thirty. Join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Brought to you by Goodyear. Movement is always driving us forward, whether it's on the track, the court, or the field. Every move we make, every road we choose to go down, and every single mile marker we pass leads us to find out just how far we can go. Goodyear. More what? driven. What do you mean what? What's what? Uh, yes. Who should start with each rookie battle? We we'll get to that at the Sports Center. And the pitch. Fly ball. Left center. On the run is Gallo. He's there to make the play. And the Yankees hold on. Take a deep breath, everybody. The winning streak is 11 straight. The voice of Michael Kay on the S Network as the Yankees beat the Braves 5-4. Yes, to win their 11th in a row. Although they did have some ninth inning issues. Araldis Chapman allowed two hits and walked two batters, including one with the bases loaded. So the Braves cut that lead to one. Wandy Peralta then came in for Chapman, and he got Freddie Freeman to fly out. 
to seal the Yankees' win. Giancarlo Stanton, D.J. LeMayhew, Rugnet Odor all hit home runs for New York. Meanwhile, in St. Louis, all-star catcher Yadi Molina will return for a 19th season that was announced by the team. The Cardinals said Molina agreed to a one-year extension, his final season in 2022. Sources tell ESPN the deal worth $10 million, confirming a report by The Athletic. In the NFL, bad news for the Jaguars. Rookie running back Travis Etienne placed on injured reserve. That means he's out for the season. Etienne was the team's second first-round pick. That came after Trevor Lawrence, also teammates. Uh, He was injured in Monday's loss to the Saints in the preseason. He'll undergo surgery on his left foot for Lisfranc injury, a league source told ESPN's Adam Schefter. Etienne not allowed to return this season because he was placed on IR before making the initial 53-man roster. Sports Center brought to you by Barbasol. Barbasol Shaving Cream is available in five fantastic flavors to customize your close shave, whether it's the classic original or sensitive skin. There's one for every face. Find your favorite Barbasol today. Close Shave America. Close Shave Barbasol. Flavor in your ear. We got breaking news. I ain't going to break it, though. Wait, is it is it ESPN breaking news? I don't know, but it's been... You, know, you don't know. You should know. I mean, I don't know, man. I just, well, you got a text? Yeah, I got a text and I got, like, a little alert because I follow, like, different stuff, and I didn't come from ESPN. Okay, yes, and we do have some breaking news because oh, okay. it is from Adam Schefter. Okay. And uh, as Jeff Saturday is going to join us right now on the Goodyear Hotline as well, we're going to play a little Take Your Pick with him, but... First and foremost, Adam Schefter reporting that Sony Michelle mm. is being traded to the Rams. Mm. So let's begin with that right now. Jeff Saturday, good morning. Thoughts on the Rams making that morning. move to man, add that look running at that back? Lettuce, man. How did you get that curl? You put rollers in your hair last night? That's Superman <laughs> curl right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is- <laughs> Set it and forget it. You know what I mean, Bart? Set it and forget it, baby. Look at the thing's looking sweet this morning. <laughs> like a like Superman it. curl no, or something. Hey. <laughs> Bart, Bart right now is all about just – I'm like driving the car, and Bart just grabs the wheel randomly and just pulls us right off the road. And I'm trying to keep us on the road. So, Jeff, stay with me right now. Again, Sony Michel to the Rams, uh, obviously a need in the running back, not backfield because of the injury. So, what do you think of that move? I like it a lot. Listen, you know, when you think about McVay and Stafford and what they're trying to create there, I like the Sony Michelle fit, right? I mean, I, I like the duplicity of him as a back, being able to get out of the backfield. You know he's learned screen game, you know, how to get out of the backfield in the passing game, all those things in New England. I understand some of the injury concerns, um, you, you know, that, that Sony has kind of faced in his career. But I like this pickup. I think, it's, I think it brings a lot of balance uh, to the Rams offense and just kind of an, again, a, a, an added running back when you lose your guy to a season ender before the season even starts, it hurts. But I do think this is a great addition uh, for the Rams. In, in your mind now, when you think about this addition, because we thought we were talking about the Rams in such high regard with, with, with Cam Akers. Now with you bringing a guy that's a veteran, a guy that understands how to run in between the tackles, much like Todd Gurley, he still can be one of those screen players. Where right. do you put the Rams now back as far as your, your rankings as far as Super Bowl contenders? I like them. Listen, I, I think, I, you know, when you think about the NFC West, I, I like what they've done. The, the My only issue, Bart, the whole thing about Matt Stafford is – 
big games, right? I mean, the guy just has, has not had a ton of them, but if you're going to get matched with a coach who gives you the most confidence, McVay would be that guy, right? You're going with, he's, he's a very good play caller. I like the design. He has a ton of stuff kind of based off wing T principles, yep. which you and I both know we faced way back in high school and, and, and just the ability to kind of morph that running game to help a quarterback. I love all of that. So again, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, uh, of where the Rams are. I think it's between them and the 49ers in this, uh, you know, in their division. So I, I like it. My, my biggest concern with the Rams is on the defensive side. It's yep. got nothing to do with the offense. It's just with the loss of certain players and their defensive coordinator. I know, I, I know Raheem's going to do a good job on the defensive side, but it's just a concern of how quickly can that defense gel and what does that look like? It's going to be a tough division. You and I both know it's going to be, it's going to be a, you know, it's kind of going to be like a, like a, like an AFC North. It's going to be some, yeah, some smack around, some tough games. Uh, yeah, so I, I like the division, but I do like the Rams, uh, you, you know, to, to get the division in a tight one with the 49ers. Yeah, I think that I, I actually absolutely think the NFC West is that division you want to watch because you could argue all four teams yeah. could make the playoffs in some way. And in fact, you know, this year with the extra wild card, <laughs> technically it, it could happen. All right, Jeff Saturday joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. Let's play some take your pick, Jeff. So we're going to go through two names. You pick which one. And it's based okay. on your expertise. If you base this solely on <laughs> offensive line for each team or each player, I should say, who would you start? So let's go with Jacksonville. Based on their offensive line, would you Ooh. start Trevor Lawrence or Gardner Minshew? I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence, uh, but with the idea, you got to get rid of the ball, bro. Don't be a deer in the headlights. Like, the ball's got to come out. One, two, three, throw it away, right? Like, you know. Or run. Both tackles have struggled a bit, so I'm, I'm going Trevor Lawrence, though. Man, I'm, I'm nervous about Trevor Lawrence, man. Listen, they just I'd want to wrap him in yeah, bubble yeah, wrap, yeah, right? They're just not ready. What we saw happen to Joe Burrow last year, man, oh, it's, yeah. like, it's like, man, see, I beat real champion. I can see somebody from one of the other teams, and they're just knocking him senseless, man. <laughs> he's such a long guy, and you see he's willing to run. <laughs> Those long down. legs, they, they take yeah. that knee out. I worry about his ACL, too, because guys going to chop them legs out. Man, I listen, man. Just punt, punting on the next season. You got, you know, you got some draft equity. <laughs> improve this line, man. Punt. Minshew going here with your with your, with your jean shorts, with your handlebar mustache, man, and have at it, man. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> That's not right. Oh. All right, let's. I mean, how rocky. many That's what how I'm many Rocky about. Four references can we have in one in one segment? <laughs> All right, would you? Um, who would you base now? Who would you start based on offensive line in New York? Zach Wilson or whoever the hell the backup is there? Yeah. Got to be Wilson, man. Listen, this is a uh, – to me, you look at it in the preseason, he's, he has excited the, the fan base. He's excited this football team. His offensive line is actually better than people, than people mm -hmm. think. Yes. Um, and it will be a run-first mentality. That's what their offensive line does well. So do what they do, man. Let them go put their hand in the dirt, go smack it around, play action, get Wilson out in boots, waggles, get, you know, move the pocket some. I think he'll benefit. I actually like the fit of Wilson in this offense. Yeah, man. Just want Mikai Beckton to get in shape, though, Bart. Well we, we, well, we know now he's struggling a little bit yeah. with the, the concussion or something, yeah. you know, yesterday vomiting in practice. But you think about Vera Tucker, like, that's a plus player we believe in, though he's a rookie. And you think yep. about Moses on the outside. So they have three plus players, and, and Beckton could be special if he decides to. And you think about the run first type of um, offense. I think, listen, J Jane Morgan is who they, who they, his backup is. I thought we were talking about Rum. I thought that was Rum. I didn't know that was an actual real person. 
person. It's, it's, it's not rum, but okay. He is a backup <laughs> quarterback. This is a good one, though. I take your pick. Based on the offensive line, this is one that certainly is, is one to watch. Justin Fields or Andy Dalton? Those issues on the left Justin side. Justin Fields. Man, listen. Yeah, J- Justin Fields. And I, let me just tell you, man, this guy, he threatens defenses, whether he's rolling to his right, to his left. It makes no difference. Up the middle, I, I like the way they move the pocket. Now, this would not be a drop back offense for me. I would make sure everything's getting moved off of play action. I do think they'll be solid in the run game. Again, similar to the Jets, this needs to be a run first. But, hey, this kid gives you the best chance to win. I don't care what, whichever area you're talking about. But don't be dropped back, sit at six yards, and let them all play. That's not going to benefit you. And, again, like Bart said, I heard him talking to uh, RG3. Bro, you got to see that. You can't get your helmet smoked off, right, because you ain't paying attention. Like, understand where that thing's coming from and use your legs to get out of the pocket. Don't take shots like that. Hey, man, understand who you have at right tackle, man. Like, understand. He's going to be saying, four. That's oh. all you going to hear. Four. Pineapple something, man. Can I get a tight end over there? Can I get an extra lineman in for tight end to help this dude out? Yeah. You know, keep your eyes on your luggage, man, because if you ain't paying attention, your lineman ain't paying attention for you. All right, last but not least, oh. take your pick. Who would you start based on just on the offensive line in New England, Mac mm. Jones or Cam Newton? Ooh. Jeff? Ooh, th- th- this is a tough one for me. I ain't going to lie. I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Cam because of the preseason he has. And the Patriots actually have a good offensive line. Now, I know they have it, you know, preseason always kind of just shows some some ugliness, right? Cam got sucked. I think on the first play of preseason, honestly. But but I think Wynn will pick it up. I think these guys will get better as the season progresses. They always do with Bill Belichick. So I like Cam. The only issue for me with Cam is when you start running him and he gets hit, that accuracy will, will wane. So, you know, you got to make sure you protect him as much as you would Mac Jones if you want him for the for the length of the season. I mean, I love the fact that you can go to Cam and understand that he can play his way out of the out of the uh, the position, right? You, he's a, he's a he's a rental car, right? Like I said, you're eating McDonald's, throwing yeah. rappers, smoking cigarettes. You don't care; it's not yours. It's a rental. <laughs> you give it back anyway. Mac Jones is actually the car that you're actually buying. So listen, I let Mac Jones come That's in right. the season, and listen, this is the best to me, the best offensive line. And yeah, I understand Cam got sacked on his first play, but that was Chase Young, right? Chase Young's going to be the guy like Isaiah. That's Man, exactly right. You know, one out of you know ten times. So I listen. I I go with uh, Cam Newton, and I let the, the whole tires and all the tread run out of tires. We didn't get another Rocky Four reference there, Jeff, but we did at least get through. Take your <laughs> what pick. What are you predicting for Justin Fields? Pain. That, well, that's Rocky Three, but okay. Jeff, <laughs> always great to talk to you, my man. Thanks so much. If I can change, you, you can, can change. change. Oh, that's what I can it. give you. <laughs> we we you can change. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly, man. <laughs> Listen, man, you, you go make sure you put some spritz on that. You don't want that curl to ever fall, man. That is beautiful. Yeah, that is a Superman look you got going. <laughs> Make sure you let that curl just hang right over the forehead, just a little bit right there. Clark Kent, I love it. Just a little Jeff bit. Saturday on the Goodyear Just Outline. a touch. Just All a the touch. best. Keyshawn J. Will Zuma presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. We got some more breaking news this morning, not in the NFL, but in the world of sports. You want to hear this. Plus, Bart is going to tell you the one thing that Baker and Dak mm. have in common. Mm. But first, he's going to tell you about O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts are here to keep your car on the road with the right parts. Advice from their professional parts people in their free loaner tool program. There's no need to purchase a tool you're only going to use once. 
Your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store has more than 80 specialty tools available to rent for your next repair. Refundable deposit required at the time of rental. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today and ask for their free loaner tool program and visit O'Reilly.com for more. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Let's take Stump in New York real quick. Stump? This is one of the best shows in the history of um, television. Thank you. So, you know, you got Y'all hear that out there, bosses? Brought to you by Skechers. Skechers. Comfort included. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott in this morning with you. Bart insists on grabbing the wheel. I am trying to keep this thing on track. That's sleep deprivation. But we do have have, uh, some more breaking news, by the way, in the world of sports. And the U.S. Open, which begins next week, and they have – Qualifiers going on actually right now yeah. here in New York City. Uh, Serena Williams posted on Instagram, quote, after careful consideration and following the advice of my doctors and medical team, I've decided to withdraw from the U.S. Open to allow my body to heal completely from a torn hamstring. Wow. New York is one of the most exciting cities in the world and one of my favorite places to play. I'll miss seeing the fans, but we'll be cheering everyone on from afar. Thank you for your continued support and love. I'll see you soon. So no Serena Williams for the U.S. Open. And, you know, again, this it. no Roger Federer on the men's side, yeah, no Serena, and, and no Nadal on the men's side as well. And Serena's on all the billboards. I mean, you, you I mean, this yeah. has been a tradition a huge, for the last 20 years. You go to the U.S. Open yeah. and Serena and you celebrate her and she loves it and the crowd loves her yeah. and – and to not have her this year is you know, that's that's a tough loss. But you understand, I mean, torn hamstring. Yeah, she's such a huge draw. Yeah, and it's like superstar. It's like right now she more name than substance, right? Because I feel like we're waiting for her to win her next one, like tight. Like we're waiting for Tiger for so long, and Tiger got it right. He got he got it. He got his major. I just don't know if Serena, like, the pack is caught up to her. They don't fear her anymore. And, like, her body is breaking down. Well, it's, it's, it's the a, years yeah. that she has played at such a high level right. that eventually it's that's hard it's to maintain. It's a long dimension return. Her body's you get older. Down. But her, her it's still, still just, a, you know, obviously a wonderful athlete to watch when she is yes. healthy. And all you can hope for is that she can get healthy and, you know, get ready for next year's Grand Slam season. All right, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's take a call on the Dr. Pepper call-in line because 
somebody who's calling himself Drill Sergeant uh, has a problem hey, with Bart. This morning. Good morning. What's up, Sergeant? Hey, uh, hey, how you doing? A former Drill Sergeant. A okay. former. Uh, okay, Bart. Yeah. Check this out now. Lamar Jackson. Yes. Possibly the best athlete playing today, maybe ever. Mm-hmm. The guy is crazy. He can make you miss him in a phone booth. But with that being said, all right, he's a running back who can throw the football. Wrong. No. Now, with the way he runs, if you take him and injure him in anything lower than his hips, that's going to really diminish his football game. I'm not taking nothing away from the young man. He's one of the greatest players I've ever seen. I enjoy watching him play. But he doesn't have he, – if you have a top-10 defense, you're going to shut him down. He's going to eat up 22 teams in the NFL every Sunday. Top-10 defenses can shut him down. Why, why do you say that, though? What, are you, you what, what is it about those top-10 defenses that shut him down that he can't figure out? Look at the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, okay look at what the Bills did to it. Okay, let's look, look, let's look at the playoffs, right? Let's look at the fact that he hasn't had any weapons outside the numbers. Hollywood Brown has been a, a major disappointment, right? You talk about all the guys. You, remember, they were saying the same narrative about Josh Allen. What did they do? They went out and got him Stephon Diggs, totally different quarterback, right? So, so now you look at Lamar Jackson. Now he has Sammy Watkins. If Sammy Watkins can stay healthy, right? It's not, listen, you, you can't put it all on Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has shown you guys that he can do more with less. Baker Mayfield shows you that he does less with more, right? He doesn't have anybody. Like before this year, name one, one receiver you would take uh, off of um, Baltimore than any other team in the division. You, I, would, I would still take all three of, of, of the Bengals uh, receivers. I would take all three of Steelers. Cleveland's receivers. Steelers. I would take all three of the Steelers receivers. So he's the one doing more with less. Maybe, you know, maybe Jeremy Fowler's hearing the right things. Maybe the league is going to figure out yeah, Lamar Jackson this season. Or maybe they got on the weapons that he needs to get back to that MVP level. And he still has the, there's the still worst question weapons. marks about him. Yeah. There's still going to be question marks about him. You know, there are question marks about this player who's the header of the NFL's Twitter. Can he be the face of the league? We'll discuss.